Remember, you can stay up to date on the latest news with the Irish Independent WhatsApp channel. Shachtan, an Indo Askeliga. Time in Mon Iruk the Yen of Chacht Erechor. Agasuligum a Makan Shaw, Gurfeder Echor, Inuik Kart, Len of Winterfin. Skilti, Fis, Turmi. Tashe Dochretche, Nachvetok, Ara, Igornamion, and Kestin Echo. Vientolum again omgrev or corn rachtum. Yatakshatorin Graven or Corson, Elistuhalagus Gimina Fracht, Gorokligs or Dukashin Echor. Only Venown, Thordorakshin. Shachten. Find us on all the usual podcast platforms. This is an Irish independent podcast. Hello and you're welcome to The Big Tech Show with me, Adrian Weckler, in association with Square. Square can help with your business needs from online ordering and menu management to payments. Visit square.com for more. Now, what will next month's iPhone 15 bring? Are there any interesting new features we should be getting excited about at this point? And what else of interest is there? out there in the smartphone world. Tabitha Monaghan, it's about this time of the year, a couple of weeks away from the iPhone launch, the big iPhone 15. You getting excited? Well, you're hyping it anyway. I'm <laughs> hyping it. I'm the hype man. Um, what are we looking at? What what can we expect? I know there's a new charging port. There's a new charging port. Stop the presses. This is exciting. It's the European Union's impact on the smartphone world. So what the big thing that people are talking about, which is probably... The most boring, uninteresting update from a user's point of view in years is a new charging port, which is the USB-C port, which is the little rectangular kind of roundy port that you do for almost all electronics, which the European Union said two years ago that all electronics needed to have by next year. So Apple is introducing that, replacing its lightning port with the USB-C port. It's really difficult to get excited about that, though. Difficult to get excited about and a bit of a pain in the neck if you've got loads of lightning cables. True and loads of accessories for the car in particular. Driving down, you're going to need a new cable. But anyway, we knew that was coming. Um, There are a few things that we know are coming in the iPhone 15 and 15 Pro and 15 Pro Max. There are a few things that might come, and there's a couple of rumors out there which are a bit outlandish, and I'm going to go through them right now. We mentioned the USB-C port. That's going to happen. There's going to be a power bump. Okay, slightly boring. There's going to be a new chip, the A17 Bionic, 8 gigabytes of RAM for the, the Pro models, bit faster, Fine. The dynamic island. So I don't know if you know the iPhone 14 Pro. Instead of a notch, it had a little roundy sort of a rectangular thing at the top, which is called the dynamic island. And this can be used with uh, different apps. Anyway, all iPhone 15 supposedly are going to get this. So there's going to be no more notches, if that means anything to you. And for the Pro models, they're going to be slightly skinnier bezels. Bezels is the little black bit on the outside of the screen. So the screen is going to be a tiny, tiny, tiny bit bigger. And that's because of a process called low injection pressure over molding, which they use for the Apple Watch, which I won't go into in detail. That's what we know is coming. Okay? That's what we know is coming. Now, they're not the most exciting. No. There are a couple of sort of exciting things. Okay. Are they, these aren't for sure though? They're likely or very likely, but they're not for sure. These are all, by the way, rumors. This is all from people like um, uh, 
Mark Gurman in Bloomberg and um, a couple of really respected people who have the finger on the pulse anyway, and who have seen the supply chain lines. The big difference for the cameras in the iPhone 15 Pro Max, the biggest, the top model, it's going to have what they call a periscope lens, so a much bigger zoom camera. So the big difference between the iPhones and, say, Samsung Galaxy smartphones over the last few years has really been the length of the camera zoom. So it's been the maximum on iPhone Pro models has been a 3x, 2.5 a 3x zoom. That's fine for most circumstances. But if you have like an S23 Ultra, you can do 10x, 20 you can do a 10x optical zoom. And that's actually unbelievable. If you're, you know, at a, at a gig or if you're um, at a match or you're just looking at something straight off, it, it's absolutely fantastic. The iPhone 15 Pro Max is very likely to get this higher um, optical uh, telephoto zoom. Will That's, that will that bring in, it, will that attract a wider consumer base though to try to go and buy that particular model because that's very niche. I'm not sure and we're going to get to why that may not be in a minute and it's to do with the price Mm. of uh, the iPhone 15 Pro Max. The the regular iPhone 15 is probably going to get a new camera. It'll be a little bit better. It's going to be a new 48 megapixel standard camera, a little bit more light into it, a little bit better. Okay. Um, Now, I mentioned pricing. This was a big talking point the last time we had the Mm, iPhone launch. Yeah, and it's going to be a big one this time as well, I think, because we're not really expecting an increase in the regular iPhone 15 prices over iPhone 14, but we are expecting a bump in the iPhone 15 Pro and Pro Max pricing. Now, let me put it into context for you. An iPhone 14 at the moment starts at €1,030. That's the starting price for the regular model. For uh, an iPhone 14 Pro, it starts at 1339 at the moment, 1,339 euro. The Pro Max starts at 1,489 euro, and that's going to go up. It's a lot of cash. It's a lot of cash. So even if there is a six times telephoto zoom on the 15 Pro Max, are you going to pay 1,600 euro for that? You probably will. There, there. Would you really? Mm, well, you, well, you would. If, well, no, no. Well, think about it this way: if you are currently paying one thousand four hundred and eighty-nine euro for an iPhone, uh, an iPhone fourteen Pro Max, if that goes up by a hundred euro, is that is that a deal breaker for you? No, probably not. If you're making that transition from the fourteen Pro well, Max, that's the market. To the 15, that's that segment. Uh, true, but uh, in general. If for me, okay, again, yeah. probably not the person that they're aiming it to. I have, I think, an iPhone. I actually don't even know. I think it's a 12 or a 13. It's right. old. It was mm-hmm. hand me down from my mom. But I don't know if I would do that. I don't know if I would make no. that significant of a jump for the Zoom. No, Apple will never be putting its very best features into the model for the masses. It just, yeah. it just won't be doing that. Um, that's the pricing. There's a couple of other things that are very likely to come, which again, will be incremental improvements. Battery life for the pro models is likely to go up by as much as a third. Now, I think that's actually that could <laughs> quite be exciting. That's because yeah. that is a so, huge problem for to people. To put this into context, battery life on smartphones in the last two to three years has gone up Amazingly, yeah. it, like three, four years ago, you bought a, a smartphone and it, you would anticipate you needed to give it an extra tink by four or five o'clock. By and large, that's gone. Even with the phone you have, the 12 or the 13, 
I'm betting that you rarely have to do that. Okay? No, in fairness. I, or unless I'm particularly using it quite yeah. heavily that The day, big step yeah. change with the iPhone was the 13. So if you had a 13, uh, 13 Pro, 13 Pro Max, your battery life is really good. Now, if it goes up again by 35%, but again, only for the Pro model, for the 15 Pro model, because of the new chip, they're using a new three nanometer chip uh, design for this, and that's much more efficient. If it goes up by a third, that's really good. But that that chip isn't going into the, the 15, other 15 no, models. It's no. only the, so, the higher end. So what we think is going to happen is if you buy the regular 15 model, you'll still have good battery life because the 13 and the 14 have good battery life. Yeah. The best battery life of all iPhones, by the way, is this model here, which is the, the 14 Plus, which is actually my daily driver because even though I have all of them, the reason I use this is because of the battery life because okay. it is the best battery life. The 15 Pro and Pro Max we are now saying is going to be even better than the 14 plus. That is a reason maybe to buy it if you hammer the hell out of your phone during the day. That's a reason to spend. Um, which, which you do. I mean, you use it all the time. As somebody who looks at and reviews all smartphones that yeah. come out, especially in Ireland, what is exciting you about this iPhone 15 launch? So it's hard for me to get that excited. I, I've talked about the... The main features so far, there are a couple of other ones. It's going to be easier to repair, which is good. It's not madly exciting, but that is good. Faster wireless charging. Um, but we've talked about the main features. On a scale to 1 to 10, how exciting is this to me? I'm going to say 6. 6.5. So what is really exciting to me, to me, because I like photo photography, is that potential six times telephoto zoom in the iPhone 15 Pro Max. That would be, I mean, I would definitely spend another 100 euro to get that. Me, I would. Um, I might be one of, and maybe that's a sort of a 5% niche thing because the 3X is still pretty good on, on, the, on the 14 Pro, 14 Pro Max. The battery life, as I said, is another good reason. They're going to be the two reasons. USB-C as opposed to Lightning, like the, the new charging standard. No, I just, Sort of don't care. Now, there are other advantages to USB-C other than just it being universal uh, cables and you can buy it in any filling station and all that. And the, exam uh, the, the advantages are if you want to transfer files, if you use your iPhone, unlikely, but if you use it for work purposes or you want to transfer files on or off it, um, it, it it's, it's faster than Lightning. It opens up a lot more possibility there. I don't know. I don't think that many people uh, do that. So I'm not really that excited um, about that. I kind uh, of find that we had a very similar conversation when the iPhone 14 was being launched last year. What do you make of iPhone or not uh, mm. not just iPhones, because I don't think it's an issue with just Apple. I think it's smartphones in general. Mm. Their launches overall, it's not that there, there used to be that buzz and the lines outside Apple are going to be crazy yeah. on the launch day, etc. I don't get the same um, no. idea that that's going to happen this time or that it happened last time. Generally, taking a step back, what do you think is going on? I th So, just to stick with iPhones, the iPhone 12, there was genuine excitement over that because it was the new shape. It was, it, they went back to this like iPhone 4, iPhone 5 shape and people like that. And it's, it's a high point of industrial design in terms of phones. The iPhone 13 was really good because it was a huge bump in battery life. The iPhone 14, honestly, in retrospect even, I think I called it at the time, there really wasn't that much to get excited about. When did they bring in, when, was it the iPhone 12 that they brought in the multiple lenses on the cameras? 
No, they, they brought the, oh, was it actually the iPhone 12? Because that was, I remember that being You mean a for an ultra-wide and a main, so you two yeah. cameras on the back. Yeah. Uh, I think it, it, yeah, it might have been the 12. Again, it was either a, the 11 a, or the 12. Quite an exciting yes. feature to get on board yes. for. Yes, because that, that ultra-wide is a really nice camera to use and it's really good for, um, uh, for video as well. And uh, also it was one of those things which I think people probably underestimate. You could visibly see that somebody had gotten the new iPhone yeah. because it looked new. You're like, oh, well, you have multiple yeah. lenses. And there is a little bit of that. There is that, yeah. Apple was the one that pioneered rose gold, yes. you know, for phones and that, that was a big hit. Um, so there is that element as well. People, like The number of people who don't put a case on their phone, for example, because they like the look of it or they want to be seen with it, I, that's... I don't fully get that. I mean, I get it, but it's 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 not for me. I prefer to to protect it. But but you're right. It is visually um, a thing. I would say there has been very little excitement over the new iPhone for the last eighteen months, and I'm not feeling it really at the moment either. Most of the attention is over USB-C at the moment. I snooze just kind of can't really get excited. I, I understand the significance of it, but really that's an administrative, regulatory, legal thing that's been yeah. pushed down um, onto Apple. There are advantages to it. Um, but your wider question, is, is like, is there anything exciting going on in phones at the moment? And the conventional answer to that has been folding phones. So we folding phones. So we've had folding phones for the last three, three or four years. And... They have been sort of exciting in yeah. a way. So Samsung kind of owns that segment at the moment. So it has two main models. They have a big, large one which folds outwards into a big square, and it's called the Fold, the Galaxy Fold uh, 5. And they've got another one which flips up. It's a flip phone. It's called the, the Flip 5. Throwback to the early noughties. Sort of, because it's sort of back to the noughties, but it doesn't actually flip. You sort of tease. It, it has a stiff hinge. So you kind of, you open it gradually and you it, you can stand it up uh, on itself on a table. But there's no, for me, satisfying flip. You also have to do it with two hands. It's very difficult to do it with one hand. You have to do it with two hands. Well, you sort of do, unless you've got very large, very muscular thumb. <laughs> um, you, you're not going to be able to do it with, uh, with, with one hand. So um, they have sort of caught the imagination. They did at the beginning. That's was what I was going to ask. When that launched, what was Huge the, excitement. Yeah. Huge excitement. And everyone was really interested and everybody, um, you know, was glued to, to to what they would do. And then it didn't work. It, it the, the huge problems with testing of it, it broke the stuff, the, the surface came off in, in beta testing. They had to pull it from the market and relaunch it a few months later. And... There was still interest in it, but the magic had gone from at that point. How much was that retailing at? It launched for, I think, two and a half grand originally. Which is, again, we were talking about the iPhone and, yeah. and 1300 being a lot of cash. That's a lot of cash. No, I mean, that's beyond the pale. I yeah. mean, that's, you know, that that's all. Who were in. they marketing that at? They're marketing it mainly to, uh, mainly to businessmen. Oh, not even business women, but business men. Because that's definitely, I'm, I, you had said it to me before, um, a lot of female influencers mm. now are definitely featuring that. The flip? The flip, not you, the fold. So the fold is the one that comes oh, out sorry, the, big, you, yeah. the big square. The flip is the one that, that, that it, it's it flip, It's easy to put in your pocket. They have really nice colors. And the, yeah. answer, the flip is definitely the more attractive one to look at. But And it's it's very nice to handle. It's a, it's a very pretty thing, ergonomically and, and tactically. It's very, very nice. And that's its by far its strength. Um, now, it does flip up into being a full smartphone as well. Um, still very expensive, though. Still 
over a grand. I think it's about 1,200 euros. So you're, yeah. you're paying almost the same for an iPhone 14 Pro that, you know, for a, a, a Samsung Galaxy Flip. But even pricing aside, I sort of feel that there hasn't been a big, massive purpose for a flip phone or a folding phone uh, compared to a regular phone. Like, what, So what do we do during our days? You know, social media, Instagram, TikTok, um, messaging. None of those things are better on a flip phone. Yeah, or, but, okay, but. does it have to be better? Can it just... Mm. Because again, when we were speaking about this, we were kind of went down a little bit of a nostalgia Mm. chat about when I think phones. Now, I was younger. I was like 12, 13, 14 when these phones were coming out. So maybe I was a bit, you know, I thought it was magic, the phones in Mm. general. The Motorola Razr, the Nokia 6111, the Nokia 7373. You know, they were ones that they did. They had the flip or they had the push. You Mm. What one did you mention? The one that put that so there was, was one, spring-loaded. Yeah, it was the um, the the Matrix phone. Nokia yeah. had a phone, and it was spring-loaded, and you pushed a button on the side, and the bottom one, you know, it came out with a big, a satisfying chuck like yeah. that. And Keanu Reeves used it in the movie, and and it, it was really, really fun to use. Every time you opened it, it was a fun little thing well, to do. Well, that's it. So yeah. it's, it's there's a little bit of so fun, jo- and so there's the, a little the bit of imagination. Joy. So joy. Yeah. And sorry, delight. Yeah. So that is a concept in smartphone design. They talk about it. What, what is the X factor, other than being able to use it for Instagram or make calls or, or look at the internet? Which is standard now. Yeah. Delight is a very, very... So we mentioned rose gold, for example, with mm-hmm. iPhones. That was a feature of delight. And yes. that, this, is an, this is not just me. This is an established um, part of the industry. So those phones that you mentioned had it. They had delight. Well, mine had... Two or three of mine were hot pink. Yeah. I was thrilled with yeah. that. Now, you, you might argue that Samsung's Galaxy Flip 5, the one, the flip folding phone, that has a a little bit of delight. It definitely does because it's cute. And when you fold it over, when you take it out of your your pocket, it's got, it's a really nice color. It's a lovely thing to look at and to, to handle and to feel. So that has an element of delight. Could you say the iPhone 12 had an element of delight because it was a really handsome phone. Yeah. Uh, um, and the iPhone 13 and 14 that looked just like the iPhone 12. But the question is, why will you buy an iPhone 15 over, say, an iPhone 13 or 14? So Apple now typically leaves at least one of its previous two-year phones up on for sale when it launches a new one. So I think right now you can still buy an iPhone 12, uh, maybe even an iPhone 13 from Apple. Now, why would you buy... Whenever anyone asks me, should I get an iPhone 14, I... Usually what I say to them, if you can get an iPhone 13 for 100 euro less or 150 euro, get the iPhone 13. Yeah. It, it, it's literally as good as a phone, a phone. But can you have the tech that we're seeing in the 13, the 14, the 15 iPhone with these kind of imaginative, joyful phones? Is that is the tech possible? The tech is possible. It's just you're, you're getting into industrial design and purpose. And this is why I mentioned what do we do every day with our phones? So Apple has been out in front in terms of you know, um, giving us things to do with the devices that it makes. So the App Store was an Apple, largely Apple creation. And that bred most of the stuff we now do on phones. So Apple was able to, you know, create this world and this ecosystem from which 
we, which we now take for granted. So where is that coming from now? You, I mean, photography, Apple didn't pioneer uh, smartphone photography. It, in some ways, it has followed other brands like smartphone, Huawei, uh, and others. And it's doing so again, by the looks of it, with this uh, six times telephoto zoom. So again, can we get excited about the iPhone 15? I'm trying. You I'm trying. We really are trying. But it's... It feels like this is going to be a honed iPhone 13, iPhone 14, which really is a honed iPhone 13, which is sort of a honed iPhone 12. So it's kind of hard to make the case that this, so far, these are what we think are coming. And these are based on the, we, we'll find out in two, three weeks time. I'll be over there. I'll be, I'll be on the scene as usual in um, San Francisco or, or San Jose with the first hands-on that you'll see and you'll hear. Um, or I think I will anyway. Um, but um, there's a couple of things you should know that just tack on. First of all, last year's cases won't fit. Okay. Okay. That's sort of par for the course. There's a new port, the USB port. They're probably going to move the buttons uh, you know, a millimeter or two down. That'll mean you'll, you'll need a new case. What I'm interested in is will they still have a SIM card tray? And what I mean by that is the iPhone 14 last year, one of the big stories was in the US, they removed the physical SIM card tray. So to buy an iPhone 14 in the States, you had to sign up to a deal or you had to have a deal um, with with an eSIM within the phone. Over here, they still have SIM card trays. Will they remove the SIM card tray on the iPhone 15? I don't think they will because I don't think the mobile operators... I think we would have heard more about it by yeah. now because that would be a, a very big deal. Um, and then the one other thing that I'm going to be annoyed about um, with the iPhone 15 is they're not making the screen um, what they call faster, smoother. So most, even budget smartphones now, they have screens that scroll at what they call 90 hertz or 120 hertz. And that's, you'd see it. If you if you take a regular phone, two, two phones, one with a 60 hertz screen, like a regular iPhone, and a fast phone, like an iPhone Pro, a 15, 14 Pro, or a Samsung Galaxy, you scroll them, you can see the difference in the scroll. And uh, Apple has maintained that base models don't need this faster uh, uh, scrolling technology. And it looks like they're not going to do it again. And that's going to annoy a lot of techies. So I'm a techie, so it's going to annoy me. I don't know if it would make a difference to your decision to buy Oh, I don't think it would make a difference to the decision, no. And then finally, there is one last rumor, which is very unlikely to have, but it's an exciting rumor. Oh, saving the best for last. And that is that there's going to be not just four models, just not just an iPhone 15, 15 Plus, 15 Pro, and 15 Pro Max. There could be a 15 Ultra. <gasps> Ultra. Oh, my God. How so much is that going to cost? <laughs> that would be a phone that would have a couple of extra features on top. The only one discussed is that the zoom camera that I spoke about, the six times zoom camera, it would have what's called a variable zoom camera. What I mean by that is if you've ever tried to zoom in or zoom out, if you, on your phone, if you ever tried to zoom out to the ultra wide and zoom back in, when you're doing it, you'll see it's sort of like skip. There's yes. a point at which it gets to one X and goes, and yep. it's a slightly different. And that's, that is the two switching <clears throat> literally from one lens to the other. And you can see it skip. And it's the same with the zoom on the pro models. You can see it skip over to the next one. Now with a variable zoom camera, you don't see the skip. It just seamlessly goes from one to the other. 
technical issue. If you're into videoing things, it might make a difference. It will definitely make a difference if you're a pro. If you're if you're into making videos, an influencer, a creator, you will be getting the ultra model. If that's is that what, who they're obviously aiming at that. There, well, Apple's strategy is often to to create these pro tools, but market them in such a way that people like me and say, oh, God, feel like you need them. I really feel like I need that, even though you, even though you don't. FOMO. It is FOMO. It is FOMO. Um, and look, there is a whole other discussion. I wrote a column recently about whether people like me are part of a problem, a consumer problem, where. Look, we're talking about the iPhone 15. We're doing a podcast episode about it because people are interested in it. And it does make a difference to, to you know, to, in people like to have nice things and they'll treat themselves and that sort of stuff. There is a point at which you'd say, you know, are we are we just buying too much stuff? Is consumerism gone rampant? You know, Having is, to is have the rampant? new one every single year? Every single year. Um, I wrote a piece recently looking at secondhand options for buying used phones. And given all that I've said about the iPhone now and the 14 versus 13 versus 12, like it really makes sense to buy, um, a, a, you know, a verified certified, battery certified iPhone 13, for example, for 200 euro cheaper. Absolutely. It, it makes actually a lot of sense to do that. I, I've written a couple of pieces um, about that. Um, but anyway, that is the iPhone 15, uh, we think, we think. Um, I might have egg on my face on a couple of weeks time, maybe the there will be an ultra. I don't think there will be an ultra model. We will have a USB-C uh, port. I'm pretty sure about that. We will have slightly better uh, cameras. It'll be slightly more efficient. The pro models are very likely to have better battery life. And that's kind of it. That's that's what we'll have. So anyway, um, I, if I, and sorry for the consumer rampage there, uh, but hopefully you will um, uh, have learned something from that. Thank you, Tabitha, Tabitha Monaghan, who produced this episode. Thanks also to Gav Hennessy, who was on sound. Conan Doherty on video. For me, Adrian Weckler, uh, you've been listening to The Big Tech Show in association with Square. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Yeah, having my head shoved into the uh, steps of the Ulster Bank in Ranla cold butt of a gun put into the back of your skull that's a moment where you go okay yeah I think this one's up How does a high-flying academic become one of Ireland's most prolific bank robbers? What I would see is the most important part of this still lies open I'm Not Here to Hurt You a brand new series from the award-winning team behind the Indo Daily That November day that's where it all, all begins Out now wherever you get your podcasts <laughs>